What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Bringing It Back podcast. We are so excited that you're here. Our heart is to help you figure out how to navigate life well while keeping Scripture at the foundation of all that we're doing. So let's dive into this week's episode. What is popping, people of the podcast world? It is Micah over here, and I am joined by the one and only... Jonah. Awesome, man. And we're so thankful that you guys would take a little bit of time out of your day and listen to us talk. That really does mean the world. So we'll try to keep it quick and not disappoint. So Jonah, what are we even doing here? We're just bringing it back, Micah. Bringing it back to the good old days of scripture time. Yeah, yeah. So the heart behind this podcast is, I think, something that me and Jonah see a big need for. Um, There's a lot of self-help things out there to help navigate life, but not a lot of it is grounded in Scripture. So we want to take some of these big ideas that you guys are probably dealing with or have dealt with um, and just bring it back to what the Bible says about it. Um, Jonah and I are both merry on board with the idea that Scripture is absolute truth, so we want to make that real for you guys. Yeah, I think now more than ever, it's important to stay rooted and grounded in what the Word of God says, um, because, I mean, that's what it's there for. It's there to keep us on the right track and keep us founded in the Lord, and that's probably one of the most important tools that we have as Christians, so... Yeah, so obviously as we start this, that is the whole idea behind this podcast, and just to kind of intro our first one, it just made sense to kind of have the topic why scripture is so important and why we even need to read the Bible and then do that consistently. So obviously we're going to start you guys off with some scripture. So 2 Timothy three sixteen and 17 says, All scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, and for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. Man, so we can have a whole different conversation about the history of the Bible and why it's proven um, through different manuscripts, but um, that's probably not the podcast that you should be listening to if you're looking for those kind of answers. But then right here in the Word, right off the bat, man, we see that Scripture is God-breathed, every single part of it. Um, Every book, every single word is from um, the Lord directly, and it is profitable for training and reproof. And that's kind of what we want to bring you guys back to is this idea that Man, the Bible is absolute truth, and it's never going to lead you somewhere that you're not supposed to go. You know, I've always thought um, that it's a little unfair sometimes when different people take different parts of Scripture and they say, well, I like this part, or I don't like this part, or I like what it says in John, but I don't like what it says in Luke. And I think one of the most important things when you're reading the Bible and why to read the Bible is that it's absolute truth. And that every part of it is absolute truth. And you can't just read the Bible for what you want to see out of it. I mean, there's definitely a big part of it that you just have to say, hey, this is God's word and it's truth in my life, so I'm going to choose to believe it. It's also really important to look into the context of those things and see, okay, who was this written to? Why was it written in the first place? How it applies to us today. Yeah, I think something I see a lot is people... Um, seeing something that's in Scripture, uh, for example, just about feeling loved by the Father, and said, yeah, I know the Bible says this, but I just don't feel that. Um, and we'll discount certain parts of Scripture just because we don't feel it or we don't um, feel what the, what the Word is saying. And I think at that point, if we're going to pick and choose what we want from Scripture, we just kind of have to discount the Bible as a whole because we can't 
just pick and choose where we're coming from because then that discounts every single part of it. And then I think the question is, is why are we even doing this whole Christianity thing if we're just going to discount certain parts of the Bible? So you just can't pick and choose what you want. And I think Jonah really hit it on the head there with that. And Yeah, there's no discounts on Scripture. you got to pay that full price. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, man, that's right. <laughs> oh, gosh. So, Michael, when you read the Bible... What do you feel like your, like what's your main point in going into the Bible? Like why do you read it? Yeah, I for, think for yourself personally. I think before we even get into like why is it important to read the Bible, I think we have to realize what what the Bible is. And I think the question is like how do you even know who Jesus is? How do you know the story of the gospel? And I think the answer to that's the Bible. And the Bible is a book that is written entirely just to point back to the life of Jesus and the proof of the gospel. I think if we're not recentering our lives around that, um, again, what are we doing here following Christ? And I think when I think about reading the Word, and we'll get into more about why we think it's a good discipline and something that you should do, I think we first have to acknowledge that without the Bible, we don't really know the story of Jesus, and we don't have anything to believe in in general. Um, so I think something we both agree on, Jonah and I, is that you know having a Scripture in your daily life is something that's essential to growth. So Jonah, why do you think it's so essential to have scripture as a part of your daily life? Honestly, for me, it's become this thing that, I was thinking about this actually earlier today, it's almost like oxygen for my spirit, where like maybe I can hold my breath for a little while, but after a bit, I'm probably just gonna pass out and black out and not know where I'm at. I'm going to lose my way. But it, it's become this thing in my life. And the way I like to relate it is actually like when I moved out of my parents' house, my mom wasn't cooking for me anymore. And so I had to like learn for myself how to cook, how to cook well, how to eat well, and how to take care of my body. And I relate that a lot to scripture because, you know, we all go through seasons of, okay, we're in church or we're in youth group, or we're going to summer camp, or we're in a discipleship program. And all those things are providing a pretty nice structure for us to go through that kind of keeps feeding us what we need. It feeds us scripture, it feeds us prayer, and it feeds us our relationship with the Lord. But you're also going to have those seasons where you need to learn to metaphorically cook for yourself and feed yourself. And that has what it's been, that's, that's been what it, what it, was like for me to to be in this season of you know a lot of churches are closed and I'm not in a, I'm not on a summer staff at a summer camp anymore I'm not in a discipleship training program anymore so how do I still continue my relationship with the Lord and feed myself good things and honestly the answer to that comes down to scripture that's why it's been so important for me is because I see firsthand the negative fruit that comes in my life from not reading scripture. And then when I do read scripture, it's not just because I think I should, it's because I physically and spiritually need to have that in my system to keep going, to keep living a healthy lifestyle. Yeah, Jonah, I hear you in that, but I feel like we live in a time where there's a lot of, I guess, quote unquote, celebrity pastors and so many different podcasts and Everybody's writing a book. Um, so if I have all these resources around, can I not just, you know, look to those to kind of unpack Scripture for me? I just don't know why I have to get in the Word myself. Do you think that that's important at all? 
No, no, that's fine. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, obviously. Um, I mean, that stuff is good, and we've talked about it before. Like, yeah. That's good stuff. I mean, it's good to have a pastor who's in the Word and doing that stuff and sharing his revelations. It's good to read those books of people who have been through something that you haven't, and they're sharing their process with you. But those things only really take root in your heart and root in your belief system when you go through that process yourself. I mean, you can, I kind of relate it to like when I was in school and you're, you're writing a research paper and your teacher says you need to have one primary source and like one secondary source, but anything beyond that, you're just kind of losing the foundation and you're losing the facts. And so I always say like, okay, if you're reading what somebody else thinks about the Bible, that's fine and that might offer a different perspective. But if you're not getting into the Bible yourself, then you're not actually staying rooted in truth. Because somebody else's interpretation of the Bible may or may not be truth, but the Bible itself, we do know, always is truth. And so that's just a way to guard yourself against being led astray, is just staying in the, in the Bible yourself, because then you can develop your own relationship with the Lord and your own revelations from what the Holy Spirit is, is revealing to you. It's a big deal. Yeah, and I think, I even think about um, pastors and coming to church and this idea of going to church once a week. And listen, again, I'm, we'll probably have another pod about church and why it's important to go and to be a part of a community. But I think if we're just relying on our Sundays and our pastors to be the ones that feed us the Word of God, um, we're missing the point. Because uh, again, we know that the church isn't a building, but it's, um, it's a community, it's a group of people. So what if the church was people who went out and studied scriptures on their own time, and then when we came back together, Man, we were all on the same page. We were having conversations about what we had read in Scripture and the revelations that the Lord has brought as opposed to just having a group of people that comes together and depends on someone else's interpretation of what the Word is um, to feed us for the week. I just, again, I think that's why it's so important to, just like Jonah was saying, to have your own personal time to dive in and really see what the Bible says to you and interpret it on your own as opposed to just getting fed, spoon-fed once a week on Sundays. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I um, I know Scripture has been a way for me to just stay rooted in my relationship with the Lord because there are times where it's easy for me to be led by my feelings and by you know my emotions. Uh, oh man, that was that was such a great worship set, and I cried and I really felt the love of the Lord. And again, that stuff is is not bad. That, that is good to have those experiences and to feel those emotions with the Lord. But you, you need to have a foundation. You need to build your house on that rock for when the times come when maybe you're not really feeling connected in worship. Or maybe the pastor's words are just going in one ear and out the other. And maybe your emotions just don't feel like they're lining up with what God is saying. It's so important to have that foundation to go back to, to ground you in your faith, to ground you in your relationship with the Lord. And it's one of those things that's like, all right, if you want a word from the Lord, here's scripture. Here's scripture you can go in and you can you can read his word. And you don't have to worry about if I heard it right or not or was that did that picture mean anything or or whatever it is. Like you have scripture right in front of you to go to. Yeah, and I think again, when we're talking about building foundations, you can tell when someone's had their foundation built in scripture and they're rooted so deeply and you can tell when someone's made their foundation Reading Relationship Goals by Mike Todd. There's a difference between the two books. Yeah. And I've got nothing but respect for Mike Todd, and I think he's 
you know, does a great job of, you know, getting people excited about the gospel. But if you're making your foundation something that someone else has said, um, I don't think that's a very solid foundation that's going to lead you in a good path of life. But, Jonah, do you think prayer um, and having a dedicated prayer life is more important than Scripture? What do you think the balance is there? Well, there definitely is a balance. And again, we've talked about this a little bit, that it's it's hard to prioritize those things that, I mean, you could list off five of them pretty easily, things you know you're supposed to do as Christians. You're supposed to tithe, you're supposed to pray, you're supposed to go to church and read scripture, and you're supposed to, you know, go and, and volunteer at homeless shelters and stuff like that. But I think we really get into trouble when we do prioritize those things. And I think that's an important thing is to just not prioritize. Don't compartmentalize those things in your life. So if it's between scripture and prayer, like I don't even know if that's an appropriate question. I don't know if it's appropriate to say one is better than the other. They're both essential and they're both so life-giving. And so usually what I say when it comes to when you're spending time with the Lord is ask him how he wants to connect with you. Sometimes he might say, I want you to get in my word. Or sometimes he might say, let's just sit together in prayer. But bottom line is, if, if you're just going every day and, you, and you're waiting on maybe even God to say, hey, read scripture, or hey, I want you to pray. Like, you don't need to wait on God to say those things because he's already said those things, if that makes sense. Like, in scripture, he's already said, pray. In fact, he said pray without ceasing, so that's a whole other, <laughs> that's a whole other topic. Hey, absolute truth, man. Yeah, exactly. And he also says, read my word. You know, don't depart from this word. Don't depart. Write it on the tablet of your heart. And so that's another thing that's like, okay, if you want Scripture to be useful in your life, you need to spend time in Scripture. And you don't have to wait on God to give you permission to do that. He has already commanded you to do that. So... It should Again, it should never be between should I pray or should I read scripture, which one is more important. You should be doing both, and you should be doing both all the time as much as you can and just consuming yourself with what God says because that is the stuff that gives eternal life. You know, if it's between reading scripture and plopping down and watching Netflix for two hours, like, yeah, one option is probably better than the other. <laughs> but again, if you're only reading scripture because you feel like you have to, then you're kind of missing the point. And so I think part of the goal of what Micah and I are trying to do is instill in you guys this, this heart and this desire to actually get in the Word, not just because you feel like you have to, not just because you know it's important, but because you, you genuinely have a desire in your heart to, to know the Lord better and to get in His Word. Yeah, I think even when I think about these ideas of like prayer and scripture in a corporate setting, um, I think at least in my community at ORU, man, we love to get in a room and to get words for each other and to worship freely and to speak life over each other. And man, that's great and there's a place for that. But I think that's a lot easier than it is to get in the word um, and to be committed to doing a Bible study with people just because, man, I'll be the first one to say that sometimes reading the Bible is boring and it takes a lot of work and it's a discipline. And we'll get to that in a minute, but... Um, I've never thought that reading the Bible is boring. <laughs> You're a liar. Never. I'm pretty sure the Bible says something about lying as well. <laughs> nah, that's all right. But, um, man, it's a discipline, and it's going to be something that takes work. But, man, just because it takes work doesn't mean that it's something that shouldn't be done. Um, and it's easy to 
to prophesy over people and to tell someone that, you know, the Lord gave them this picture for you. And again, those things are great, but I think having a community around you to help you study the Bible is something that can be really impactful as well. Man, so just like Jonah's been saying, there's a balance there. And sometimes, you know, the words are going to jump off the page at you. And other times, you're just going to be reading and it's going to feel like nothing. But, man, it's a discipline. It's a big discipline. So I think even when we think about prayer and scripture, um, we want to, like, hear the Lord's voice and we want to understand what he's trying to say and where he's trying to lead us. And a lot of times, we'll feel like we're in a little bit of a dry season or a drought where we're just not hearing the voice of the Lord. And I, I just think, man, you've got a whole book right here of the Lord speaking to you. Like, you want to hear the audible voice of the Father. Go, you know, read the Gospels out loud, and that's it for you. I just think we discount so much, um, you know, what Scripture can be for us and how it can help us navigate these lives because we're so focused on our understanding and how we hear the voice of the Lord. And again, don't hear me say that and think that it's not important, man, because it absolutely is, and it's vital as well. But I think it's vital that it's, you know, paired with Scripture, and it's something that's happening um, one together, and it's not something that's compartmentalized. Yeah, I mean, you and I both know, like, Scripture is really important. I mean, again, we just talked about how you shouldn't really prioritize those things above one another in your life. Like, you don't necessarily need to prioritize Scripture over prayer or something like that. But also, just so you guys know, like, our heart behind this podcast is to talk about Scripture specifically. So that's what we're going to be emphasizing. That's what we're going to be really hammering home. And so if you feel like we're not talking about prayer enough, or you feel like we're not talking about, you know, actually, like, hearing the voice of the Lord enough, or you feel like we're not talking about worship enough, that's because we're specifically making a choice to talk about Scripture. Yeah. And so that's kind of what our focus is. Yeah. Man, that's good. So, Jonah, we've talked a lot about Scripture, but like I mentioned earlier, man, like reading the Bible can be so boring sometimes. So, yeah, what are really can. Yeah, so, so what are some ways that you have seen in your own life that, you know, reading the Bible, some different practices you put in place have made it more interesting for you or something that's helped that? Yeah, so um, I think a big thing for me has always been like the Proverbs, um, Book of Proverbs is great because there's 31 chapters, and more often than not, there's 31 days in a month. And so there's just like a Proverbs a day that you can just go through and read. And again, that might sound like something that, oh, that's so boring, or, you know, I know Micah would never do that because he only reads the interesting scriptures. Oh, <laughs> what? <laughs> What's up? Sorry. <clears throat> but, um, yeah, Proverbs has always been a way, I mean, that's been something my parents have done since I was a kid, just reading Proverbs out loud to us at the start of the day. Psalms is also another book that I just always find myself in. It always kind of puts me in this place of, of receiving from the Lord and worshiping Him. Um, and that kind of brings me to my next point is one of the things that I feel like has really spiced up my relationship <laughs> with the Lord um, is is reading scripture to him, like kind of envisioning him in this room with me, and I pick a passage or, or a particular psalm that's just full of worship, and I read it back to him, like it's an expression of my own heart and my own worship to him. And that's actually something that I heard from Graham Cook. He's this great teacher that I've listened a lot to, and he said he, would, he used to do that with the Lord, and it would just develop this intimacy and relationship between him and the Lord. And it also helps ensure that, like, 
you're not just reading scripture to read scripture. Like you're actually engaging with the words and you're engaging with the Holy Spirit as you read it. So that's been a big thing for me that really I feel like has developed a, a lot of intimacy in my relationship with the Lord has just been reading scripture to him as an act of love and an act of worship. Yeah, I think that's big. Something that um, a mentor of mine once said that kind of really made me feel really dumb that I hadn't done it before was just taking some time and praying for revelation from the scriptures before I even got into it and then asking questions as I'm reading it so that these words aren't just like going in one ear and out the other, but um, that I'm genuinely seeking the understanding and asking the Father questions. And even past that, something that has been huge in how I read the read the word is um, reading it like I'm trying to understand it um, as if I was going to have to teach it to someone. And I think when we're doing that, it just helps to engage us a little bit more. So we're not just reading it to check it off a list. Um, but I think there's something about the accountability. If you really think about, man, what would I tell someone from what this book of the Bible is trying to tell me? There's just a whole new level of you having to pay attention and having to understand and I think even if you need accountability in that, bringing in a friend and saying like, hey, I'm going to come and teach you about what I read this week um, just to keep myself accountable and making sure that I'm making the most of my time in the Word. So I think those have been a few things that have been really, really helpful um, just practically for me. Man, but again, there's going to be times where the words just jump off the page at you and there's going to be times where there's not, man, just because there's disciplines in this. But yeah. I think consistency is so, so important there. Yeah. I was actually thinking today when I was driving back home from work um, and I was thinking about what scripture does to us as we read it. And it was cool because like, you know, we've always heard about scripture being a sword because um, it says in the word that, uh, that the Bible is the sword of the spirit. And it's really cool because I was thinking about like a sword and if you don't use a sword, it just becomes dull. Or if you just overuse it without actually sharpening it. When I think of sharpening the sword, I think of actually reading Scripture, getting into Scripture, and making sure that your edge is honed and that it's sharpened and that it's ready to go, that it's a useful tool. Because a sword that isn't sharp really is useless. And it was cool because I was thinking about, you know, like a master swordsman, like a master craft swordsman like how many hours do you think you have to put into using a sword to actually become like a master like an expert yeah like a lot a lot what do they say like 10,000 hours to become an expert in something is that what they say that's what they say I must have been in the gym for 10,000 hours because <laughs> my jump shot is pure right now yeah, no doubt <laughs> oh, but it just got me thinking like man how much time am I actually spending in the word because that translates directly into how effective I am using the word, like how, how, um, how skillful I am in, in knowing the context of Scripture. And here's the deal. People act like you just read Scripture to know Scripture. Like, no, you need to know Scripture because you're going to have to use Scripture. You're going to have to use Scripture because, I mean, throughout your entire life, there's just constantly going to be attacks from the enemy or attacks from just people around you who don't believe the same things as you. To try to like trip up your words. I mean, a lot of people have asked me like, hey, if I get in an argument with somebody who doesn't believe the same thing as me and I'm trying to talk about Christianity, like what is the best argument for that? And honestly, it's read the Bible. Mm. Read the Bible and know the context and know what it means when it says something because that's going to be the best way. Again, it's the same thing with the sword. Like 
How can you beat someone in a battle with a sword? How can I defend myself? And I'm not saying like somebody like your friend. I'm saying when the enemy comes at you, how can you defend yourself? You have to know Scripture. And the only way to know Scripture is to get in the Word. And honestly, like if you, if you actually sit down and ask yourself how many hours you've spent actually reading and studying Scripture, I know I'm not, I'm not even close to 10,000 hours. Because when you actually think about 10,000 hours, that's a long freaking time. Yeah. And it just got me thinking today, like, oh my gosh. You know, I've, I've thought to myself, man, I want to be this, like, biblical scholar who, who knows the ins and outs of Scripture and all of the words that Jesus has said and all these different things. And it's like, okay, what am I actually doing to make sure that I, I am in that place? Yeah, John, I think you've been a great point there just about using scripture and I think one thing scripture talks about is you know the great commission I think we're all called to do ministry regardless of your occupation I think you should all be doing ministry mm-hmm. um, but I think it's really hard to do ministry if you don't know the gospel I think it's hard to be the gospel if you don't understand like what's going on in this book and so yeah. if we're supposed to spread the love of Jesus and talk about the good news I think we first have to have an understanding of like what the Bible says about this good news because man the Bible is how we know about this um, so I think in order to be an effective person who is advancing the gospel and um, fighting for the kingdom of the Father, I think you need to understand Scripture um, in order to do that effectively. And again, that comes from from having a discipline of reading it and reading it to understand it. Like you're gonna have these conversations. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that's so important. Um, yeah, and even listen. I'm a big, I'm a big analogy guy. You know, you know this about me, Jonah. I love analogies just because, man, I'm not the brightest. I'm just, just a communication major. I, I don't do well, man, with the black and white. Sometimes, so analogies has always been helpful. So I'm gonna hit you guys with one of those real quick. So, man, something that you guys probably don't know about me. Who knows who's listening right now? Probably my grandma. Hey, grandma, make sure, make sure grandpa hears this. Um, and I love, I love to run sometimes. So I'll go through seasons where I really like to run, and over quarantine was one of those where I was trying to get back into it a little bit. Man, but I made a commitment to do it, you know, every single day. So I would get up, and it would be a choice that I'd have to go run. And the first week sucked. Every single part of it was terrible. I was winded. I was out of shape. Man, my feet hurt. My shins hurt. But the more consistent I was with it, man, the more I saw the fruit of the running. I felt healthier. I felt happier. Um, and I had something that was giving me an outlet. And I saw the fruit of that. And the more I did it, the easier it got. And I think reading scripture is a lot like that. And the thing about it is, is that some days I'll go out to run and I just feel terrible. I don't know if I didn't drink enough water. Um, that's probably it because I try to stick with strictly body armor. But, <laughs> man, but there's days where I just don't feel like running. And there's days where I don't feel like getting in the word. Um, but again, the consistency is what makes it worth it. Even on the days where I don't feel like running, I know and I remember the fruits that I have seen from that. So I'm going to do it even if I'm not feeling like doing it or not seeing the fruits of that. And even on that note, when we talk about consistency, I wouldn't tell yourself, oh, I'm going to read the Bible three times a week. Because then you're going to wake up every single day and think to yourself, man, is today the day that I'm supposed to read the Bible? And then you're just having an internal battle with yourself. I think if you're going to commit, um, like I think you should, man, just commit to doing it every day so you don't have the mental struggle of, oh, is today the day that I'm going to get in the Word or maybe I should leave that for tomorrow so I can have an extra 10 minutes of sleep. Um, but really just commit to doing something if you're going to do it. And I think this is one of those things where I've seen the fruit of it in my life, and I'll tell you it's worth it 
10 minutes in the morning in the Word, if it is only 10, man, it's worth it, and it changes how my day goes. Yeah. Yeah, guys, um, if you don't read Scripture, you're, I mean, your spirit is just going to die. That's <laughs> harsh. That's, it's harsh, but bottom line, like, it's just going to fade and fade and fade and fade, and you're going to get further and further away from the truth because you're always going to be looking for what the next great pastor says or what the next, yeah. you know, the next thing that, oh, man, what a great tweet that would make or, oh, that's such a great Instagram catch. <laughs> oh, my like, gosh, let me put it on my Instagram story. You don't <laughs> yeah. know how many quotes I see. I know, and it's just one of those things that's like, like you're just going to get further and further away from the truth. If you're always looking to somebody other than Jesus to bring you the truth. And so I think at the end of the day, everything you hear from anybody who isn't Jesus, you need to test with Scripture anyways. Like you hear a a great quote that somebody says on, on social media or something, and you're like, oh gosh, that sounds so great. It makes my heart feel happy. Okay, test that up against Scripture. Because I'm telling you right now, I've heard things that have made my heart happy that were completely <laughs> counter-scriptural. And I'm like, dang it. And there are things that I've heard from Scripture that did not make my heart happy. It mm. kind of made me a little bit like hesitant to step into you know deeper levels of my relationship with the Lord. But you can't escape the truth of Scripture. And you can't just bend it to fit what you want it to say. Yeah. Man, I think that's I think that's real good, Joner. I think good that's stuff, I just think that's good. Man, I think again, understanding the context of scriptures as well, because there's so many like single line verses that have been taken out of context. Yeah. Like what's the one, you know, the Lord will give you the desires of your heart. Yeah. I think a lot of people hear that and they just think, Oh man, the Lord's gonna, <laughs> gonna give me what I want, you know? Porsche. All these different things. And I think again, if you go back and look at the context, I think, you know, that's not exactly what the Bible says. I think it's more about the Lord aligning your desires with his desires, but that's something that's so, so vital. Uh, And look, guys, here's the deal. I don't want you to hear this and think, man, I need to read an entire book of the Bible today. Because if you do that, you're probably not going to read it very effectively. So, man, take it in small chunks if you need to. And, like, when I would start running, I would go in a mile at a time and then slowly work my way to two miles. And some days I feel better than others. So don't feel like you have to sit down and just take out a whole book of the Bible at once or even a whole chapter, man. There's some days where I'll just really sit on one or two verses and let that be on man, just the front of my mind all day and think about, man, how can I live this out? So don't feel like you have to do too much because I think that's another easy place to get caught up. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Well, y'all, we really hope you guys have been encouraged by this. And uh, again, we just love to be bringing it back to Scripture. (laughs) So that's the whole point of this podcast. We're going to be going through you know, all the different things that you all might be navigating in your lives and just bringing that back to scripture and making sure that we are all rooted in truth and in the word of God as we move forward in life, because there's just a lot of questions out there. Yeah. Well, that's all we got for you guys this week. Man, we love you and we hope that you like this enough to tune into the next one we put out. So yeah, they're only going to get better. All right. This is our first one. So they're, they're only, it's just, it's uphill from, man, I don't even know if our microphone's plugged in right now. There's no, (laughs) there's no telling the quality that this is going to go to from here. You're going to want to, you're going to want to say that you remember the first podcast when you see where we're going with this. All right, man, we love you guys. We'll talk to you 